Today on the Daily Getter Daily Thought with me, Doug Hagen, I'm going to attempt something I cannot possibly do, and that's trigger more people than Joe Rogan. Of course, I can't because Joe Rogan has a much, 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 just keep going with about 22 more muches, uh, more audience than me, and he does a great job. And it's amazing. You watch the 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 lit, the uh, woke people, uh, Joni Mitchell, Barry Manilow, Neil Young, and all these other musicians saying they're going to remove their music. The guitar player for Bruce Springsteen. Uh, they're going to remove their music from Spotify because they're triggered. We are like so triggered by uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and is having people that have differing views on COVID in because the left now you have to understand you have to be canceled. You must stick to the script and they'll give you the script. Don't worry. And you must stick to it or else. And it's a big problem. So I'm going to try to trigger as many people today. I'm not going to talk about COVID or the other garbage, but I am going to talk about uh, how the Democrats are using crime to, to, try to slake their thirst, their unquenchable thirst for equity and how evil uh, that act is and the consequences for America if normal people don't stand up to them and say, hell no. We've got an AR-15, the one that is designed for children. Oh, and the gun control, the cult of gun control, they are losing their lunch. I mean, losing their lunch faster than, uh, I don't know, faster than people that ever be, ever have eaten at Grandy's, if that still exists. Uh, we've got a, a man named Isaiah L. Carter, who absolutely, a liberal black man who took the left out to the woodshed, took off his belt, grabbed another belt, and laid into the left on their all their their BS and the failure of the Biden administration. Absolutely awesome. And we've got some uh, some hate from the, well, our favorite bigoted idiot, Joy Reid. I call her Joyless because have you ever listened to the woman talk? We're going to talk a little bit about her and some of the things that Newsbusters listed that she said uh, just in recent days. This woman has problems. And yeah, soon she's not going to have a show. But don't worry, Jim Acosta is waiting in the wings to be the official uh, moon bat, bat shit crazy, uh, crazier than a pet coon knucklehead that's going to get his aluminum foil out, give all of you hats, and uh, get into the bu- uh, Bush, tra- uh, Bush uh, not Bush, uh, Trump trashing, GOP trashing, conservative trashing, normal people trashing, America bashing garbage that Joy Reid's been doing once she loses her show. I'll almost miss Joy. Almost. All that and more, my friends, today on the Daily Getter Daily Thought. And you know what? Let's just get into it right now. Uh, Let's get into this uh, kid's rifle. Bearing arms. Tom Knighton had this out a few days ago. And there's a firearm. It's called the JR-15. Not the AR, the JR. I'm sure the JR is for junior and it's a, a smaller version of the AR, the AR-15. And Knighton writes that there have been youth models of firearms probably almost as long as there have been guns. 
It's actually one thing the gun control crowd is usually silent about. Maybe they're unfamiliar with them, or maybe they just don't care that much, but either way, they haven't said boo about them. Until now. There is a new firearm that's seen by many for the first time at SHOT Show last week. That's when all the gun manufacturers bring out new models and, and updated models and different things they have for different weapons. Really cool. I need to go sometime. Um, someone needs to invite me. One of these big in gun uh, gun rights influencers, Hickok 45, or somebody needs to invite me. That would be cool. Uh, but the usual suspects, Tom Knight notes, which is the cult of gun control, of course, they are losing their lunches. Losing it. Losing it because of the JR-15. Uh, gun control advocates on Wednesday sharply condemned an Illinois-based company for recently unveiling the JR-15, a long rifle inspired by the AR-15, but marketed for for children. Oh my God, we're all gonna die. We're marketed for children. Oh my God, no. Children will be killing each other on the playground now. Uh, CommonDreams.org. Uh, are the people freaking out? Although it is under two and a half pounds and 20% smaller than the standard version, the JR-15 operates just like mom and dad's gun. Uh, we, that's W-E-E-1 Tactical, said in a statement, the weapon functions like a modern sporting rifle, but its lightweight and rugged polymer construction and ergonomics are geared toward children. Again, it's just a scaled down, smaller, physically version of the AR-15. Because kids, obviously, are smaller than adults. At least most adults. But anyway, that's what it is. And it's, it's again, children have been learning how to shoot with BB guns. And uh, uh, then on to, I think mine was a BB gun. Then it was, uh, my dad take me out with a twenty-two rifle. And we lived out in the country and there was a, you had to walk about half a mile, but there was a huge area with nothing there. And there was a, an outdoor range set up with a big berm in the back where no bullets would go anywhere. And he set up aluminum cans and, and taught me how to shoot. Then it was his 22 pistol. And eventually it was a 12 gauge. And eventually I got up to shooting my granddad's 30 out six. Uh, first time I shot that, I was like, I think 12. And I was like so nervous about the recoil. I, I kind of psyched myself out. When I actually shot it, it was like, it's not that bad. Uh, but anyway, and then on and on into adulthood and, and buying my own firearms and going to the range, things like that. But education is good. When you want to get into something or have your child possibly get into something, or if you have guns in your home, you need your child to understand certain truths and facts about guns. They can be wonderful things, stress relief, relaxation, competition. They can save your life, and if you're not careful with them, they can end a life very, very quickly. And gun safety, obviously, is key. And that's what this is geared toward. You want to teach children things, and they learn them as they get older, and they get these things ingrained in them, and they become second nature. It's a good thing. We won Tactical, launched the JR-15 earlier this month at an annual trade show sponsored by the National Shooting Sports Foundation. 
which is based in Newton, Newtown, excuse me, Connecticut, where a gunman with an AR-15 murdered 26 people at Sandy Hook Elementary in 2012. Now, what that has to do with the JR-15, I don't know. But this is a left-wing gun control group, so they've got to uh, uh, they've got to uh, smear all guns as evil, gun owners as evil, the National Shooting uh, Sports Shooting Foundation is evil. Uh, everybody with guns is evil, and they said this: the callousness of the National Shooting Sports Foundation to promote a children's version of the same type of assault rifle made-up term, that was used in a horrific mass shooting of 21st graders and six educators in our shared community is just the latest proof that the organization and the gun manufacturers it represents will do anything in pursuit of continued profits. That statement is from Poe Murray. Poe Murray. I'm not familiar with Poe Murray. P.O. Poe Murray. I think his uh, his mom and dad, uh, I think it might be Maury Folk because I believe his mother and father were po folks. I don't know. Another bad restaurant that's no longer with us. I don't think. I don't think po folks is around anymore. They had po food. Not as bad as Cracker Barrel, which always has cold food. Y'all know not know how to function as a restaurant and serve hot food? Seriously? I've been to po folk or uh uh cracker barrels nashville different ones in texas and florida and georgia and other states and you know what the food's always cold always cold i mean i'm i'm embarrassed because i think people might go there and assume that when i talk about my grandmother's cooking my grandfather's cooking real southern people cooking southern food they might think of uh you know this restaurant and say oh so your grandma was like a cook at Cracker Barrel. No, my grandma could actually cook. And so could my grandfather. But anyway, different subject. So Per Moore, Ho Murray is the chairwoman of the Newtown Action Alliance, which is a radical left-wing gun group. Uh, some of the folks I like to call the cult of gun control because they're thinking if you ever hear them, they, they're cult-like. They just parrot the same talking points. No matter what you say to them, they still are convinced that guns are evil and apparently are alive and can possess people to do radical things, bad things, evil things, because guns are magic or something. Except, Tom Knight notes, as previously noted, youth guns have been around for ages, and they have been. I mean, Ruger's been making a, a small kid's rifle for, I God, I don't even know how long. I don't even know. Um... And I'm sure other other manufacturers have too. Uh, look, this is a 22 long rifle version of the AR-15. Just so you know, the caliber it only comes in one. There have been there these have been around for a while also because the AR-15 is so adaptive to people of various sizes. You have the telescopic scope or not scope. I'm sorry, telescopic uh, stock shoulder brace. You can move it in out depending on how big you are, how long your arms are. And it's, it's a very ergonomically designed uh, platform, the AR-15 platform is. And the SR-15 is the same. So you might be able to have two kids, one, three, or four years older, bigger, and, and you could fix the guns where each one would be very comfortable with their own gun. Uh, but again, the left just hates guns. 
No one's bothered to make a youth rifle before, at least that I can recall. I believe Ruger does. They do make a smaller uh, rifle. If I'm not mistaken, I could be. What Murray is apparently objecting to is the fact that waiting 10 years after shooting is somehow not long enough. After all, she's the one who invokes Sandy Hook into the conversation. A decade after the shooting, as horrible as it was, and we're still supposed to tiptoe over sensitive feelings? I don't think so. And I would agree with Mr. Knight. I don't think so. The fact is the person who committed that was, if he had Asperger's syndrome or whatever it's called, he was a sick little bastard. Murdered his own mother to steal her gun to commit the act with. And the fact is, if schools took, took uh, well, security seriously, he would have never got in the building most likely. But again, it happened. It was one of the most evil, horrific acts committed by an evil, horrific, deeply, deeply flawed human being. And I hesitate to even call him a human being, frankly. Had nothing to do with the weapon, nothing to do with the manufacturer of the weapon, nothing to do with anything. He found a tool. If he had killed his mother, stolen her car, and waited till the children got out, and ran down children and killed 26 children with his car, wouldn't have mattered. They'd have been dead, right? Because an evil person committed this heinous, evil, despicable act that sickens every morally morally decent person that, that heard about this horrible thing. But again, blaming an object, blame the weapon, blame the firearm. Note again, this is a 22 caliber, 22 long rifle, about the most innocuous round you can find. It's not a great option for self-defense, but it's fine for small game or target shooting. It's a firearm a kid can use at the range with mom and dad without having to make adjustments. This is nothing to freak out over. In fact, it should be celebrated because, again, you can more easily train your child gun safety. You're going to have guns in your home. The left always says... Teach your kids to keep them safe. But anytime anything to do with training kids, like having gun safety classes in schools, the left loses lunch. The cult of gun control goes crazy. You can't do that. They'll kill everybody. You can't do it. So don't teach them about gun safety. Don't teach them about anything. Just teach them to hate a gun and lose their mind every time they see something that even looks like a gun. That's the left's, uh, the left's version of responsible firearms instruction where kids are concerned to stick your head up your ass and pray that's the level of stupidity the left uses because they are again a cult like thinking group they see an inanimate object and they lose their mind I had a relative that was assaulted with a hammer you know what every time i see a hammer i don't freak out and think it's going to come chase me in fact, I actually have used hammers. I've even occasionally hit the nail I was aiming at instead of the one I did hit that made me scream obscenities because it hurt like you know what. But inanimate objects don't hurt people unless people misuse them, mishandle, mishandle them, or, or are just careless. After all, there's no outrage over the fact that you can get a youth stock for a 
uh, Ruger 10-22. That's what I was thinking of. That's the rifle I was thinking of. You can get it with a different stock, and it, it becomes much smaller. It, it, it's a kid's rifle, basically. Uh, and that's been around a long time. That, too, is a magazine-fed, semi-automatic rifle chambered in the exact same round. Of course, it doesn't have the look of an AR-15, which really, the look of it, the cosmetics of it, really freaks the left out. They, they see the, the magazine hanging down. It's longer. And they see, oh, my God, they just... It looks like an evil black rifle to them. As if any minute when they're when they're looking out, they're expecting a, a clan of Bigfoots to come out with AR-15s and attack them or something. Uh, one person described this, uh, this JR-15 as grotesque. Why would it be grotesque? Grotesque, excuse me. As is per usual, Knighton points out the 10, 20, Ruger 1022 works in magazine fed, same caliber, same rifle, made for kids, designed for kids, and there's no difference. But the left loses their mind over anything that resembles an AR 15, which they, of course, call a weapon of war, uh, despite facts. And there they go again. They will never stop. These are not. Mentally well people. Not the people running Moms Demand Action, all these other groups, but the people who are either blinded by tragedy or they are, they've just been taught and conditioned to see a gun as an evil thing. It's very sad. Again, I think it's a great idea. And Mr. Knighton says he is thinking about getting one for his daughter. Um, and even a little bit of that is because it will make these folks scream and howl. But again, teaching kids gun safety, even if you hate guns, should be top of your list of things to do for, quote, gun safety. And when I say gun safety, when Tom Knighton says gun safety, would riders at bearing arms say gun safety? They don't mean what the left does. The left means take away all the guns from everybody. Ultimately, I mean, I want people to be taught how to be safe with firearms, Store them safely as in regards to your personal situation. There's not one idea of everyone has to have this. A weapon has to be loaded or unloaded and locked in a safe with the magazine over there and the bullets over here and the weapon here. So you got to go through three safes, uh, load a weapon, then put the magazine in. You'd be dead by then from intruders. But that's the difference, folks. I want actual gun safety. And you probably do, too. Uh, Newtown and the rest, guns are, uh, moms demand action, all these other groups. They just want your guns out of your hands permanently. Now, let's get into uh, what Newsbusters called a torrential downpour of venom from Joyless Reed. Uh, actually from her mouth, even though it could come as bad as it sounds from another orifice from that ugly, ugly woman. This came out the 24th, so a week ago. Uh, Chris Houck writes, it was a horrendous week of vile bile from MSNBS's readout uh, host, Joy Reid. As across five shows, she accused Republicans of wanting to ban books for simply having a black author. Uh, referred to Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia as pro-COVID, 
argued Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida helms a dystopian state, refer to Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, both Democrats uh, who have some common sense as Bonnie and Clyde, and argue that infrastructure law is meant to benefit white construction workers. So basically she just opened up the book of lies and falsehoods and just let it fly. If you've seen Joy Reid on TV, you understand. Reid had plenty of help as she had guests such as, but not limited to, Yamich Alcindor, the worst journalist ever, Michael Eric Dyson, the dumbass who tries to sound woke and smart by using big words and never actually says anything, Eli Mustow, the, uh, just Google the guy's picture and check the hair. Seriously, check the hair, my friends. Super white fro on a big fat black guy who does nothing but cry, bitch, and moan. And Stuart Stevens. Uh, below represents the worst quotes from the readout spanning January 17th to January 21st. I'm not going to read them all. But here's some highlights or lowlights or whatever you would call whatever it is that Joy Reid says. On the 17th, she said, well, the new governor of Virginia is trying to make an open business for COVID. He's making it a COVID Petri dish. Who knows what she was talking about? She's probably talking about his executive order that he signed the day he was inaugurated, which said, you don't have, there's no more mask mandates for schools for workers you choose for yourself if you want to wear a mask and you choose for yourself if you want to uh have your child wear a mask and i heard some parents today so a number of richmond uh are not richmond virginia school boards have said okay we're going to go along with the executive order from the governor yes you are he's the governor but uh, some have been complaining, well, what about my child? My child has immunity issues and okay, well, your child should wear a mask then. Why, why does it help your child to have other kids wear masks? The mask is to protect the child. That's why you're putting a mask on your child and let, and making them wear that to school, right? Good for you. Sounds like good parenting, but why does everyone else have to comply with you? This is what the left doesn't see. They don't understand any rights but their own. And their own generally goes with feelings. Uh, what else has Joy Reid said? Talking to author Tim Wise, uh, Youngkin's win and the damage it will do is not limited to the state of Virginia. We're going to see, we're going to be seeing a lot more of this rhetoric as the midterms approach and Republicans declare their party open for business for COVID and white supremacy. This woman is just a well of idiocy. Shit just, it spews forth. It just absolutely spews forth from the well of idiocy that Joy Reid bays in and drinks from every day, probably at the same time. I will start you with, uh, with you on this. Tim Wise is the descent of the American right into essentially the death cult world. Why is that an attractive model of governing to essentially say you can die here? Joy, remember the pills your doctor gave you, your psychiatrist? You might want to take them as prescribed. 
Uh, she went on to say other things about Yunkin. Uh, Yunkin's biggest and most lethal project appears to be turning Virginia into COVID-y cesspool-like Florida. From living down to our worst fears about electing a MAGA in sheep's clothing, for reciting an MOK quote that you don't even understand, for your Toni Morrison bashing, for stirring the culture wars for political gains, but especially for putting healthcare workers, educators, and children at risk. Children who will grow up one day, Governor, and vote charlatans like you up for all these reasons. You are the absolute worst. Actually, Joy, you're the absolute worst and the craziest. Uh, she went on and on quite a bit about Yunkin and the new governor of Virginia. Boy, the left thought they had that race won. They thought they were going to have another Terry McAuliffe and for another four years as, as a Virginia governor. He was, you can't run for consecutive terms as governor in Virginia. But we're really chapped their ass about the, the Virginia elections. The A Cuban conservative, Cuban uh immigrant or children of immigrant or child of immigrants, I guess you would say. He actually won the attorney general spot and a Marine black woman who loves America, Winsome Sears, one lieutenant governor. And the Republicans also gained control of the House of Delegates in Virginia. It was not a good night, that election night for, for the left. And they're big butt hurt over it. There's not enough preparation H in the world, my friends. To cover their butt hurt. There really isn't. Let me see if I can find anyone else she attacked. Oh, the March for Life happened not too long ago. Today, anti-choice militants took to the National Mall to champion the demise of those rights. And they have reason to be optimistic. Not only does it look like the court will undo Roe in a few months, but Texas has already effectively banned abortion. Why do you hate babies, Joy Reid? Why do you want babies killed in the womb? Why do you not see the science? Follow the science, Joy. Medical science is very clear. That's a human being. It's on blood types, on DNA, it's on organs. It's growing. It, look at it. My God. That's a baby. Fingers, toes, things like that. And Joy Reid doesn't accept the science that that's a human being. That's ugly, Joy. Ugly. Uh, there, There's this, this question, she continued, of control and who gets controlled and who doesn't. And I feel like whether it's talking about the abortion issues, uh, we're talking about the cannabis issue, it's kind of the same thing. It's white Christian men. Everyone else under control, and that theme seems to be pretty blanket throughout the Republican Party. Have you ever listened to a Republican, Joy? Seriously, everything you just said is patently false. Patently false about white Christian men. Look, if you don't want to be a Christian, if you're not, Joy, I don't know. I don't judge that part of people's lives. Absolutely, between them and Jesus where it should stay and no one else should comment on it, frankly. But why do you hate white Christian men, Joy? Or is it just ratings? It might, you might want to say it's not just ratings because your ratings are so bad. MSNBS is even going to fire you. And rumor is one of the reasons you're getting fired besides the abysmal ratings is that you're just a total pain in everyone's ass. In fact, you might want to change your name to Joy Hemroid. Joyroids. Uh, preparation H, I don't think there's enough for you. 
In fact, maybe Joy Reed should brush her teeth with Preparation H. Maybe it would help her oral diarrhea she belches out every time she opens her mouth. Seriously. You have less tolerance than a Klansman, Joy Reed. Although you do dress better. Uh, here's another one about the optimist Biden. Oh, yeah, he's really optimistic. He doesn't know what state he's in, but he's optimistic. We all watched him get frustrated at times, really get genuinely sad about the pandemic, but not really lose his stride, not insult people, not lash out. Well, how about when he's comparing everybody who doesn't think we need to overturn all our voting laws, uh, calling them Bull Connor and uh, George Wallace and all a white supremacist. How about that? Was that not attacking people, Joy? Are you serious, woman? Don't answer that. Uh, in some ways, felt like an American who was trying to connect with other Americans who were frankly exhausted, who were frankly living through a pandemic and are, are feeling very gloomy. I think that was part of the emotional connection. I guess she's talking about Biden's press conference where he sounded like uh, a liar and at other times sounded like a, uh, a well past his prime mentally person and uh, very sad, very depressing. And that that is our president. It doesn't serve the country well. And Joy, why don't you think and give one thing this president's done well? That the energy dependence, when you used to be energy independent, the situation in Ukraine, the situation with China become more threatened toward Taiwan. Uh, that withdrawal from Afghanistan, that were, went real smoothly, didn't it, Joy? I wish Joy Reid would come out and look at things honestly just once. Just once, but that's way too much to ask, my friends. And without spending too much time on Joy, Joyless Reed, she also went along with the lie. If you remember this, that Gorsuch uh, wouldn't wear a mask and it made the Sonia Sotomayor, her, her, his fellow Supreme Court justice, so comfortable she wouldn't be in the same ring, ring with him. Both those denied the story. Both those people denied the story, called it BS, basically. But Joy Reid still spews about it. She still lies about it because liberals love lies. Uh, Gorsuch loves COVID, she said, which makes him the perfect, perfect Republican. He thinks very little of coronavirus precautions. He cannot be bothered to extend a life-saving courtesy to his co-worker. And it is as serious as life and death because diabetes is a huge risk factor for having zero, zero problem risking his, uh, the life of your colleague because you don't just feel like putting a mask on you, Neil Gorsuch are both a rotten co-worker, dangerous to be near in a pandemic, and tonight's absolute worst. That was from the 18th of January. Of course, that's the media spin that Joy Reid was reacting to with her verbal diarrhea. But the fact is, Sotomayor and Gorsuch said, no, that's not the way things happened. Maybe you ought to check your sources, Joy. You may want to check your sources. I know your show is based on dispute as much BS as you can. See what sticks and the nutcase leftists to watch your show, all 17 of them, while they're giving their cat a tongue bath or something. But you might want to check facts, Joey, if you care anything about integrity. <laughs> I know, what a silly, silly thing for me to assume. Uh, she referred to Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, as Baby Bull Connor claiming he will ban the teaching of slavery and make it illegal to vote. 
they just don't stop. There's not a gate where joy goes, you know, maybe I should stop lying so much. That's really, no one's going to believe that. No one believes that. I know it's not true, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because I'm full of hate and venom. I'm Joy Reid. I'm bitter. And you're also without a show from what I hear. But I don't want to rub salt in your wound, Joy. I'm sure someone else will hire you. Maybe uh, maybe Jim Acosta will hire you over at CNN. You can assist him on his show. Or maybe he'll move over to MSNBS and take over your time slot. And he's a white man. Oh, Joy Reid will really hate white men then. Uh, she said during his annual State of the State address, DeSantis declared Florida to be the freest state in the nation. Begging the question, does he understand the meaning of the word free? Actually, Joy, the question is, do you? What he made clear by his utter disregard for Floridian safety is that COVID has been given free reign. His recent actions have shown that he is, as Washington Post columnist Paul Waldman aptly describes it, uh, creating a paradise of author author authoritarianism. How is that so? So the more freedom he gives Floridians about their own choices, the more author authoritarian that is, Joy. Do you even know what the word means, woman? Buy a dictionary. Someone buy this woman a dictionary and read definitions to her. Write it in crayon on construction paper. She might grasp that. I doubt it, but she might. He's also cracking down on schools and businesses, limiting their ability to teach about America's history. Why should businesses be teaching about history, Joy? Really? Why would, I mean, school teaches about history. And uh, what else did she say? The limiting their ability to teach about America's history and historic racism for fear of causing white people to feel discomfort. And if you try to protest, he passed an anti-rioting law saying it's okay for someone to mow you down with their car. Really? Talk about conflation, Joy. The fact is he passed an anti-rioting law. He didn't pass it. The legislature of Florida did. He signs bills. Do you even know how government works, Joy? You know, the executive, which is DeSantis, the governor, is not the legislative. You do know that, right? Please tell me you know at least that, Joy. Quit chewing your toenails, woman. Pay attention, Joy Reed. So basically, because he passed a law that says if a group of people surround your car or beating on your car, threatening and won't get out of your way and are basically holding you hostage there, you have a right to get to safety if you fear your life's threatened. Good. It's a good law. If you want to be a protester, fine. Do it peacefully. If not, if you want to block someone's car in and pound on the car and scare the hell out of their children and them, you deserve to get your ass run over. How's that? You want the truth? That's the truth because you stop being a protester when you stop that car forcefully and now you're just being a damned thug. And you pro probably watched the Joy Reid show. And as far as uh, limiting the ability to teach about America's history, Joy Everyone in America has learned about the civil rights struggle, slavery, Jim Crow, segregation, separate but equal, on and on. We all, They still teach that, Joy. Stop lying, woman. Stop lying. And, and again, this idea that Republicans are going to cancel your right to vote, especially black people, especially black women like me.
Joy Reid. Lie after lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. There's an entire huge list at, uh, and she also, I have to add this, uh, Jenny Thomas is the wife of Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court Justice, who dares to be both black and a conservative. How dare he? Uh, she said, Justice Clarence Thomas last fall defended the court against the growing criticism that has become too politicized and is pretty rich coming from Thomas, who, unlike any other justice, is married to someone so politically active on the far right, she might as well wear a Tea Party tricorn hat or become a QAnon YouTuber, a QTuber, as they like to call themselves. That's Jenny Thomas, the wife of uh, Clarence Thomas. So basically, she smeared the wife of Clarence Thomas as a crazy KKK member. Really, Joey? Really? You know, uh, you look at Clarence Thomas and you look at Joey Reed and you go, wow. The, the, the Grand Canyon-esque size of the difference in intelligence in Joey Reed and Clarence Thomas, a wise, wise man, and basically a carnival-barking little chihuahua on crack. But please, go read the whole thing at Newsbusters. There's a very long list. And she bashes everybody that's ever made her angry. And let's face it, everyone makes Joy Reid angry. Because she's a, well, you know. Now let's get to this. Notthebee.com. That would be the address of the Babylon Bee. There's a Twitter thread from a while back about the... uh, Joe Biden, the 2022 midterm elections. A gentleman named Isaiah L. Carter, who's black, uh, had a thread. He is a Democrat. He supported Biden, voted for Biden and Harris, and now is fed up and furious with them, apparently. And here are five reasons he's had it up to you know where with Biden and Hills Up Harris. He tweeted, I'm going to be totally honest. I'm a registered Democrat and someone who donated to Biden's campaign. I supported Kamala Harris from the day she announced her run for president. I was happy when Biden asked her to be his running mate. A year later, I am furious with them both. A lot of people in my replies are asking me, what my reasons are for stating this publicly at a time when people are frightened, anxious, and content to silently remain in their tribes or to even uh, bindless defenders of this administration. He says, I have five reasons, and here we go. Number one, let's start with the horrendous way Biden presided over the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Desperate refugees dropping to their deaths from the landing gear of American planes. American trucks, tanks, and weapons abandoned to the Taliban who took uh, Kabul in just four days. He went on the way Biden just left American diplomats to find their own ways home before the Taliban took back Kabul's airport. The defiant old man pissed attitude Biden took to defend his decisions when millions of Americans were horrified beyond belief and wanted an explanation. I don't care what Trump said. We were leaving, and he wanted to be done with the war that lasted two decades. 
You don't just leave our diplomats, federal contractors, and their families, military personnel, and Afghan refugees hanging like that. There's such a thing as duty, he adds. Well, the left doesn't know, sir, what duty is in any stretch. And if you don't think Afghanistan wasn't on purpose, then think the fuck again. He's going to do Ukraine next, folks. And he references a tweet from Jennifer Griffin of Fox News, where she says, from a State Department call, given that the president has said military action by Russia could come at any time, the U.S. government will not be in a position to evacuate U.S. citizens. Did you hear that? So U.S. citizens currently present in Ukraine should plan accordingly. In other words, you're on your own. Tough shit. That's real leadership by the by the Biden people. Real leadership. Number two, this administration, really the Democrat Democratic Party in general at this point, love of condescension and talking down to people with legitimate concerns and criticisms about the direction of our countries that our country is going. The Saki bombs, the way Biden snarls at the press. The unprofessional, punching down, snarking way, uh, snarking way, Jamie Harrison tweets was often portrays just how out of touch he is with the electorate. It feels like they know they're wrong, but they don't care. And that goes back to the misreading of Biden's victory in 2020, Mr. Carter continues. A lot of liberals who have gone full Pollyanna think this is somehow nonsensical or that NBC News only polled white people as if every black man, woman, and child are just fine with how things are going. That's willfully reductive and dangerous. Uh, the swings in this part of the poll, and he's referencing a poll from, I believe it was uh, NBC News poll, which said that 72% of respondents, adult respondents, said America's on the wrong track. And income falling behind the cost of living uh, 61% said yes, that's happening. Polarization will only get worse. 70% said yes. Threat to democracy is real. 76% said yes. And he, uh, Mr. Carter says the swings in this part of the poll show me just how nuanced this thing truly is, especially that 15 point swing against Trump. That tells me that largely the public knows that Biden is terrible, but they're not pining for Trump's return. And again, there's a favor favorability ratings and a tweet from, again, Mark Murray, uh, citing the favorable unfavorables of Liz Cheney, Biden, the GOP, Trump, the Democratic Party, and uh, Vice President Harris. He continues, you really think this administration is going to stop for five minutes and maybe reassess the direction they're going in? with polls showing this kind of clear political realignment? Of course not. They think they've got a mandate from heaven to force the country leftward. Well, that's what they act like, like they're on a crusade. Which brings me to, he says, number three, this administration's push for critical race theory. And the 1619 Project has the, quote, one true way to educate our kids on America's racist foundations. Then he says, it's going to take a little bit on this one, and you'll see why in a bit. Again, this man kept laying it on. He says, I'm speaking as a black man, folks. I'm speaking as someone who's by most metrics should 
be teaching CRT is the best way to teach kids about racism, but I don't. Critical race theory is the most abominable, divisive form of postmodernist indoctrination I have ever seen. This goes far beyond the scam artistry from scum like Ibram X. Kendi and Robin DiAngelo. This goes beyond the forced teeming and monolithism uh, going on in these classrooms, segregating black and white kids into separate groups, then making them fight each other in oppression wars. Hell, this goes far beyond frauds like Nikki Hannah-Jones, a liar and phony who not only gave us this graphic novel, the 1619 Project, with tall tales about the American Revolution really being a battle to uphold slavery nearly a century and a half after the arrival to the New World. It is my view, he continues, that critical race theory is far more than the postmodernist emolation of the meaning of racism already being torn to shreds by turning interpersonal annoyances into microaggressions of privileges. Critical race theory is a Trojan horse for some darker elements. CRT was was presented to the Democratic Party in every teacher's union in America as this enlightened progressive means of educating folks about race. But as with every Trojan horse, there are people that inside that want to go beyond the oppressions of race. Think about that. Excellent, excellent uh, way he put that. You probably noticed a lot of corporations, nonprofit, and government agencies uttering the words diversity, equity, and inclusion up to and including multiple branches of our military. This is no accident. This is quite intentional and evidence of ideological capture. DEI facilitators and the nonprofits who employ them serve not too dissimilar, dissimilarly from missionaries dispatched from churches to foreign countries to preach the gospel. The field exploded during the Trump years, primarily because they had a clear and present enemy in him. In Biden, this industry not only has a friend, it has a full-on denizen of this industrial complex, a man willing to use the power of his office to make these societal changes a reality, including the one that has emerged the most, has enraged me most about this president. Number four, these ever-present COVID mandates and the abject cruelty that's come with them. I got to tell you, if there was nothing else that has made me completely negative about this administration, it is not only the way Biden's refusal to read the room, uh, it is the moral cruelty of these draconian mask and vaccine mandates. Is it good and necessary to get vaccinated? Absolutely. Should local, state, and federal governments continue to berate and punish its people with despicable mask-slash-vaccine mandates to get nine-year-old girls arrested? No. But the President of the United States, that snake Fauci, and these forever maskers who want to keep mandates in place ad infinitum do not want to understand is that COVID is fast becoming an endemic virus. That is to say, and its variants are now with us permanently. And he goes on to talk a little bit about the Omicron, and he continues on and on. Uh, There's some more there as well. This guy nailed it. This guy nailed it perfectly. And hopefully a lot more Americans who voted for Biden are waking up or have awoken and said, look at everything. 
everything is so, excuse the French, fucked up right now. That's the only way to put it. Everything, inflation, energy prices, uh, we're shutting down ability to, to draw our own oil and gas. We're, and, and then Biden's questioning why prices go up. For years, I heard every politician that opened her mouth say, we have to get off our dependence on foreign oil. Trump did that. With whatever you think of him, he did that. It didn't take Biden long for him to reverse it. Now Biden's begging uh, you know, begging OPEC to lower the prices. Now Germany's getting oil they used to get from us that benefited us and American workers and the American economy. They're going to get from Russia now. Our great friend Russia. Everything this administration has touched has turned to absolute, you know, cow patties. And this gentleman nails it. Good for him. Absolutely pathetic and sickening, my friends. And I want you to, I'm not going to talk too long about this. Uh, Daniel Greenfield's blog, danielgreenfield.org. A very important piece that came out a few days ago. Democrats legalized crime. Thousands died. And here are some numbers he, uh, Daniel Greenfield, put out there. 4,901 more people were murdered last year than in 2019. The 30% increase in murders during the year of Black Lives Matter and criminal justice reform was catastrophic. And it's not over. With the early numbers coming in, over a dozen cities broke their murder records in 2021. Cities across California are continuing to show double-digit increases. Philly broke past 500 murders in response to Soros DA Larry Krasner, who many blame for the crime wave, assured tourists that everything was fine and they should feel safe coming to the city of brotherly love while he's releasing violent felons left and right. We don't have a crisis of lawlessness, Krasner said. We don't have a crisis of crime. We don't have a crisis of violence. He lied. And he knew it when he was saying it. That was too much for you in Philly's Democratic establishment. Uh, former Mayor Michael Nutter had this to say of Krasner. It takes a certain audacity of ignorance and white privilege to say that right now. McNutter blasted Krasner. I have to wonder what kind of messed up world of white wokeness Krasner is living in to have so little regard for human lives lost, many of them black and brown, while he advances his own national profile as a progressive district attorney. I'd like to ask Krasner how many more black and brown people and others would have to be gunned down in our streets daily to meet your definition of a, quote, crisis. Uh, Krasner did walk that back a little bit, tried to apologize, but he's the same nutcase. And these people are everywhere. These DAs are everywhere. And we're seeing violent crime go up and up and up. But why? Why do Democrats continue to push these policies that create these things? There's a reason. A lot of denial to begin with, uh, like Representative AOC a lot of these allegations of organized retail theft are like not actually like panning out. Yeah, all those videos you were seeing of smash and grabs going on. Those were doctored videos, I'm sure. Maybe they were MTV videos. Who knows? But AOC says they're not real. 
White House spokesman, spokeswoman, excuse me, Jen Psaki, falsely argued that the pandemic was the root cause of the crime wave. Uh, that would be a lie, Jen Psaki. You can, uh, you can circle back and walk that back and do whatever you do, but uh, it's still a damn lie. The legalization of theft, the elimination of bail, the revolving door arrest, and releases of criminals... The mass jailbreak of violent felons and, key, and gang members to, quote, protect them from the pandemic. I remember hearing about that. You're going to release people from prison so they won't get COVID. Because there's less of a chance they'll get COVID running around on the streets, mugging people, raping people, beating people, assaulting people, trying to kill people. That would get, have a lower rate of them catching COVID than staying in one place where it could be controlled, who visits, and et cetera, et cetera. That was pure bullshit from the beginning. Anybody with a brain saw through that one. Uh, reduction in sentences, diversion programs, refusals to prosecute certain offenses, police defunding, and the rest of the catalog of criminal justice reform are the real root causes, Greenfield writes. He's right. That has caused the spike in crime. Who's doing all those things? The left. So who should be blamed? The left. And who refuses to take any responsibility or even admit that it's actually happening? The left. Again, why? And I think Daniel Greenfield lays this out. It's a long piece. Go read it all. I'll give you this little bit more here. <clears throat> In typical leftist fashion, a radical transformation was enacted through a set of policies disguised as reforms based on an even more radical understanding of how society should work. And much as with critical race theory or wealth redistribution, we've been bombarded with pop propaganda, but virtually no discussion of what the underlying ideology behind it uh, believes. That's the important thing. What are they really looking to do? Criminal justice reform was based on the conviction that crime in America was due to Social, let me tell me if you've heard this word a lot. I mean, a lot. Inequity. So much inequity in America. That's what's causing it. That criminals were innocent victims of an uncaring society. That the police were the latest incarnation of slave catchers. That prisons were the new slavery. And that crime prevention was racist. There's been a steady, steady drumbeat of all those things from the left. Pro-crime ideologues argued for legalizing property crime, such as his property was theft. And for substituting restorative justice therapy sessions uh, <clears throat> for prison sentences for rapists and killers. They called for abolishing police and prisons because once society is transformed there will be no more crime because the root cause of crime isn't individual choice, but systemic racism. Starting to see a pattern here. I'm not going to read you any more, folks, but uh, very, very important that uh, you read this piece. This is good stuff. And exposes the truth. Kind of pulls back the curtain in a very, very eloquent way that Greenfield has and shows you very clearly this is all what I've been saying it is. This is about destroying America. Every tenet of America, every pillar of America, every institution in America, 
every the economic system, justice system, you name it, everything, everything about this country has to be eradicated. And that's what the left's trying to do. And this equity garbage and systemic racism garbage is a big part of it. The left is always is trying to divide and conquer. Understand that. And that is it for me, my friends. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Remember, if you're left, you just just ain't right. It's just not right, I tell you. It's not right at all, laddies and lassies. Don't do it. Don't be a leftist. Go Gators. And yes, God. God, you know, the man who created everything, who's all-knowing, all-seeing, omniscient. God. Thank him every day for this America and ask him to bless this country we know as America. Our home, sweet home. And let's do our damnedest to keep it the way it is and actually move it back to the way it was at one time where we didn't have uh, people trying to take away everything we've ever known and everything America's ever built and to force us into being another third world country. Odd, isn't it, that the left screams and rants and raves about equality? But they never mention equality of excellence or success or fortitude or prosperity. No, it always ends up being a cesspool of equality of eh, shithole countries, maybe I should say, or semi-shithole countries. It's always about bringing those successful down. Not teaching the less successful how to be more successful. You attack the more successful and bring them down to the less successful level. Because remember, equality is where everyone's the same. No one said anything about equality of success or uh, good laws or freedom or liberty or anything else. The left loves equity and equality. Success, eh, they're not that into that, unless it's their personal gain, of course. There's always room for that. This is Doug Hagen for the Daily Gator Daily Thought. I will talk to you tomorrow, my friends. Be good. Behave yourselves. Take care. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. All that stuff. And be good to your dog. God bless dogs. They are wonderful, wonderful things. Y'all take care. I will talk to you. Minana. That means tomorrow in uh, Spanish, Miss Joy Reed. My education of Joy Reed continues. Some would say it's a hopeless cause, and well, yeah, it is. <laughs>